The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Autism One, a conversation of hope, brought to you by Enzymedica with host Terry Aranga. All comments, views, and opinions expressed are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. In the next hour, Terry and her guests illuminate how right now there is more reason than ever for individuals with autism spectrum disorders and their families to have the best hope for the brightest future. Through education and conversation, there is hope. Here's your host, Terry Aranga. And welcome to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel and this program, Autism One, A Conversation of Hope, for Tuesday, May 24th. I'm Terry Aranga with my guest, Dr. Gerald Wooten. Dr. Wooten is board certified in family practice, geriatrics, and chelation therapy and is a Defeat Autism Now certified physician. He has been treating children on the autism spectrum for over 15 years using a biomedical approach that has shown great success. Dr. Wooten has been involved in five national research projects evaluating natural supplementation and detoxification. He currently offers multiple approaches to autism spectrum disorders, included as counseling for parents, dietary guidance, herbal supplementation, dietary detoxification, sauna, hyperbaric oxygen therapy, chelation therapy, IV glutathione, vitamins, and minerals. His new book, Detox Diets for Dummies, is an effort to identify the overwhelming toxins that we are all being exposed to from food and the environment, what they do to us, and how to avoid them and get rid of them. Thank you for joining us, Dr. Wooten. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning. I'll begin with my favorite question to ask guests, and I'll ask you to speak up when answering this. What is autism? Well, that is the big question. If we knew that, we'd all be in a lot better shape. But it's basically a biomedical issue, and there are biochemical changes in the body that are affected by all sorts of things that cause a, a disruption of normal biochemistry of the brain, and that affects behavior, and um, it's influenced by toxicities, nutritional deficiencies, but it's, uh, we're finding that it is a biochemical thing that uh, impacts each person a little differently uh, and can be remedied uh, in a lot of cases. Okay, very good. So that offers us uh, hope for being able to remedy this when we break down uh, what it is and what's causing this. Um, are you on a speakerphone or I, I hear some some uh, noise in the background. Uh, I did have somebody come through. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, great. I want to be able to share your great information with our listeners. Let's first talk about adding what is healthful, what the body must have. What is that? Well, the basic essentials are the essential vitamins. Uh, that's what vitamin means. Those are chemicals our body can't make that we must have to function normally. Um, minerals, um, there are recorded minerals as well as amino acids that we cannot make that we must take in. 
and uh, essential fatty acids, what people generally call fish oils. Okay, so vitamins, essential amino acids, essential minerals, and essential fatty acids. What happens if any of these are deficient? Uh, well, each one can have a different impact. Uh, vitamin deficiencies are well recognized to cause diseases, uh, scurvy, uh, pellagra. Uh, if you get deficient enough, you will actually see disease. Um, the uh, essential fatty acids are well recognized to impact um, everything from schizophrenia, depression, uh, bipolar disease, uh, blood pressure. The essential fatty acids make up the cell wall of uh, all the cells in our body and are particularly used in high concentrations in the brain. So uh, you will find dysfunction in all those areas if you don't have adequate amounts. And the same is true of minerals. Mineral deficiencies can uh, cause heart irregularities, and, uh, virtually every aspect of health uh, is dependent on having the essential minerals to allow for proper chemical processing. All right. So two questions from that. You talked about scurvy and pellagra. The USRDAs, are they enough to keep each individual healthy, or is there more going on with that? I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't hear the question. The, the first part? The RDAs. Uh, the recommended daily allowances <clears throat> uh, were based on what will prevent um, a disease, um, you know, such as scurvy with vitamin C. The recommended daily allowance is 90 milligrams for an adult. Um, to give you a comparison, all animals make vitamin C except... Uh, gorillas, humans, um, guinea pigs, and some bats in Africa. So all animals basically make it but us and gorillas. And the uh, amount that an average-sized dog makes vitamin C in a day is about 35,000 milligrams. Wow. But dogs don't get sick very often. Um, but the recommended daily allowance is nice. So... The RDAs uh, may prevent scurvy, but they are certainly not going to offer health at those levels. And the amount that a person needs uh, is dependent on their diet as well as their age and size. But certainly the recommended daily allowances are, are far removed from what will produce health. And most vitamins, um, if you get more than your body requires, the body simply eliminates it. There's only four that can become toxic. That's vitamins A, D, E, and K. And in order to get excessive amounts that are toxic, it requires huge, huge doses. All right, and um, I just want to draw that distinction for our, our listeners. There's some interference we're picking up in the background there. Um, you were talking about the the four fat-soluble vitamins, A, E, D, and K, and I wanted to mention that there are two types of vitamin D, uh, D2 and D3, and 
supplemental vitamin D3 is the safer of the two. Uh, you were you were talking about also, I think, fish oil being uh, implicated as, as something where if there was a deficiency, there could be schizophrenia. Am I correct? Did I catch that correctly? Yes. Okay. So why is it for certain quote-unquote psychiatric diagnoses um, are psychoactive drugs prescribed rather than nutritional remedies being tried first? Well, that has a lot to do with economics, and that is that a natural product cannot be patented and owned by a company. So there is no push by any company or corporation to promote natural products because they can't own it and sell it at a profit. And if if people do use those things to correct a problem, then they do not buy the drugs. And so there is this big battle between natural treatments and pharmaceutical treatments. All right, and I hear our break music, so we'll be right back from break at the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Thank you to our sponsor, Enzymedica. We'll be right back. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten Ease, high in DPP-4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten. And Virus Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymemedica.com. The Autism Hope Alliance is dedicated to the recovery of children and adults from autism. The goal of this nonprofit organization is to ignite hope for families facing the diagnosis through education and funding to promote progress today. Diet modification, biomedical intervention, and educational therapy have been shown to be successful tools on the path to recovery. Through these efforts, we believe hope will replace hopelessness. Recovery for our children is a reality. For more information, go to AutismHopeAlliance.org. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. The show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Cancer Support Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Terry. We're back with Dr. Gerald Wooten, author of Detox Diets for Dummies. And uh, before the break, we were talking about natural remedies, supplements, uh, nutritional remedies vis-a-vis uh, pharmaceutical types of prescription remedies. Let's switch to uh, giving our listeners some definitions. Chemical dysregulation, deficiency, and toxicity. Well, chemical dysregulation um, you know, can be caused by deficiencies, uh, can be caused by excesses, can be caused by interferences of other chemical processes or sometimes even life conditions. Um, deficiencies are, are defined by basically what the body requires and if there is anything that doesn't function at its maximum capability for a lack of a particular thing as uh, Vitamins, minerals, essential fatty acids, and amino acids. Good. So that would be highly individualized then. Yes. Um, you know, in today's world, we tend to think that everybody uh, is made alike. That if you uh, have heartburn, that there's one pill that everybody can take and make it better. When in actuality, there are no two of us made alike. So the response that a person's likely to have from any one therapy may be drastically different than the next person. Right. I would think that would be a function of not only the person's, for example, metabolism, but also the uh, toxic exposures to which they're exposed. Yes, and, and their genetics. You know, we are all genetically unique. No one is made like us. All right. So why are children and adults on the spectrum, especially vulnerable to these factors of chemical dysregulation, deficiency, and toxicity? Well, there are, are several things. The toxicity probably ranks um, as one of the highest problems, um, and that comes primarily from our environment. Um, from the things that are being released into the environment and to the things that are uh, allowed to be in foods that are not actually food that the body has to uh, try and eliminate or, or get rid of. Anything that's not natural, the body's immune system has to break down and eliminate in some fashion. If the body gets consumed by excessive exposure to things that it has to get rid of, then it has difficulty carrying out its normal function. Historically, this does not seem to have been a problem. Um, but in the last 50 years or so, we have seen the environmental toxins rise to an alarming state so that a certain percentage of the population who are low detoxifiers by genetics, are not able to get rid of all the toxins that they're exposed to. And as a result, things don't work right. Um, we have found that 
in removing toxins from people on the spectrum. Uh, as much as 74% of people uh, respond with improved behaviors just by removing heavy metals, for instance. But even at birth today, children have been exposed to an enormous number of toxins that they have received through the mother. And whatever she's being exposed to, the fetus is also being exposed. Um, one study showed detectable levels at, at birth of 286 toxic chemicals taken from cord blood. So the environment has had a major impact on the number of people that we're seeing um, on the spectrum. It's not just spectrum disorders either, because we see uh, neuropsychiatric problems from chemical dysfunction in the brain with Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, multiple sclerosis, Lou Gehrig's disease. Those are all rising at alarming rates also, and probably from the same cause, excessive toxicities. You had a really great story about a little girl, Carol, whom you treated for mercury toxicity. Yes, um, she she was one that did have a, a very traumatic response to uh, vaccination, and about age two uh, was speaking and walking in in every respect a uh, neurologically normal child, but um, immediately after the vaccinations, she uh, lost language became very irritable, frightened, uh, and decompensated into uh, all of the typical uh, autistic behaviors. And at about age four, um, we tested her to see if she had heavy metals, and the process of testing actually removes some of the heavy metals. And... Four days later, she started speaking in sentences. That's wonderful. Now, you can't guarantee this kind of response, but there was no other intervening factor that could have uh, contributed to that change. And in, in the testing showed that she was very high in mercury and uh, arsenic in 10, I believe. All right. Let's go back to the gut because that's how we process our nutrients that we were talking about. How does the chemical dysregulation and toxicity that individuals on the spectrum face particularly pertain to their gut? Well, oftentimes there's a history of multiple infections, uh, predominantly ear infections that required multiple antibiotics. And antibiotics... Um, can kill up to 80% of the normal bacteria that help process our food in the in intestines. That allows for abnormal things to overgrow. So um, if you do not have all of the intestinal function intact, then you cannot absorb the nutrients that you need Another issue, uh, extremely common, uh, 
on the spectrum is particular sensitivities to foods and texture of foods. Um, it is common to see children that will eat only five things, and those are typically not uh, vegetables and fruits. They're typically, um, you know, breads, uh, chicken nuggets for some reason um, are very prominent as one of the selective things that spectrum children, you know, desire. I guess probably the breading, but... Aren't we putting, are we putting the cart before the horse? Did, did these children, uh, were these ch- children genetically engineered to adore chicken nuggets and all things gluten and casein, or did some insult or um, sensory issues cause them to prefer certain foods and certain textures that affected their gut, or how did this vicious cycle evolve? Well, we we don't know um, the answer to that question completely, but we do know that um, um, in a, adults that are um, not on the spectrum, that if they get heavy yeast overgrowth in their colon, these people develop a very strong sweet tooth. They they feel forced to eat sweet things. So it appears that some of the toxins released by the yeast themselves tend to affect our behavior in wanting to feed them. Um, and that certainly occurs in the spectrum also. Right. I think that Dr. McFabe had a lecture that was something like the self-perpetuating bug or some such. The bugs actually, you know, had a feed-me mechanism. It, Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you were talking about how when the gut is impaired, it causes a problem with absorbing nutrients. And uh, I, I assume that part of those nutrients to which you were referring were the fat-soluble nutrients you mentioned earlier, like vitamins A, D, E, and K. Is that correct? Yes. Actually, all nutrients can be affected. Okay. What happens particularly when there's a problem with absorbing, what happens particularly in child, early childhood development, when there's a problem absorbing fat-soluble nutrients? The, um, the, the, the stomach and the intestines, the entire intestinal tract, you know, is a very delicate balance of, of bacteria that are generally beneficial in helping us break down our food so that it can be absorbed. There's lots of uh, foods, fiber, for instance, that our own body chemistry doesn't break down, but the uh, bacteria in our colon can, so we can derive nutrients from it. If you don't have the right mixture, if you have overgrowth of abnormal bacteria or yeast, then that can cause inflammation of the lining of the colon. When it gets inflamed, then it is not capable of absorbing the normal nutrients in the normal way. So a lot of the nutrients that go in don't get absorbed and just go out. If Neil's saying we are what we eat, but actually we are what we can absorb. We may eat good foods, but if it's not processed properly in the intestines, then we cannot absorb it. Okay, so it's a combination of the health of the gut wall 
and also the availability of good flora and having the a balance of appropriate flora that can metabolize the nutrients yes. in the foods we eat. Yes. Okay, very good. And that will get us into talking about and defining leaky gut. Leaky gut is a, a situation where you have inflammation caused by abnormal bacteria or it can be particular foodstuffs that a person has a sensitivity to, um, like a food allergy. And then there are some foods like the gluten that's in wheat and casein that's in milk that seem to have a very high tendency to cause inflammation in, in some people. Um, there's actually you know, a, a disease um, you know, that's caused by the, the, the gluten problems. The, so the, the tissue of the colon gets swollen, and normally there's a very tight junction between the cells. They are real close to each other. If they get inflamed enough, these junctions will leak, and they will leak substances out of the intestines into the bloodstream that ordinarily cannot pass into the bloodstream. This is very inflammatory to our immune system circulating in the blood. It sees all these foreign proteins and tries to mount an attack against them. Sometimes those proteins are even similar to our own body's proteins and can cause an autoimmune response where not only do they attack what's coming in from the gut, but will also attack a similar protein that our own body has. And this is fairly common. There's this sort of a uh, look in the colon is called lymphoid nodular hyperplasia, and it's very common to find this in spectrum children that have um, known bowel problems. Virtually all spectrum kids have constipation or diarrhea. They... Uh, um, the, I don't know an actual percentage, but it would be over 90% in my practice. And you've made a good, a good point about constipation causing reabsorption of toxins. Yes. In normal processing of foods, the rate is established to allow toxins to be dumped from our body into the intestines and, and to move out at a regular rate. If things slow down too much, then there is increased absorption, and that allows for some of the toxins to be taken back into the body that it's already put into the stool. And likewise, if um, you have uh, loose, watery stools, that means that the foodstuffs are going through too fast to allow for normal absorption of the things that should be absorbed. So, establishing... And establishing normal bowel movements is extremely important in spectrum children, but it's also, I mean, it's very important for, for every person. And um, normal frequency should be three times a day. There's a reflex called a gastrocolic reflex that stimulates us to have a bowel movement generally about 30 minutes after a meal. It's easily overridden, and it's oftentimes not the right time or place, and so we put it off, but uh, normal frequency is after each meal. 
Yeah, I, I think that uh, eating right and uh, excreting are so vital to good health. I've been joking with Betsy and Judy that I'm uh, going to start a website called eatandexcrete.com. But uh, these are these are very very important. And I I just lost 20 pounds, and I find that um, now that I got rid of those foods that were not so good for me, it's much easier not to eat them. If I'm eating the good foods, if I'm drinking the green juices and uh, avoiding the the gluten and uh, some other things that don't sit as well with me, it's really easy for me not to eat them because the the bad bugs aren't saying feed me. Absolutely. All right. We'll pick up with the gut when we come back from break at the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Thank you to our sponsor, Enzymedica. We'll be right back. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten Ease, high in DPP-4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten. And Virus Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymemedica.com. The Autism Hope Alliance is dedicated to the recovery of children and adults from autism. The goal of this nonprofit organization is to ignite hope for families facing the diagnosis through education and funding to promote progress today. Diet modification, biomedical intervention, and educational therapy have been shown to be successful tools on the path to recovery. Through these efforts, we believe hope will replace hopelessness. Recovery for our children is a reality. For more information, go to AutismHopeAlliance.org. Mark your calendar and set an alarm so you do not miss the highly acclaimed talk show, Holistic Living with Tina Marie and Todd Allen. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, noon Central, and 10 a.m. Pacific for inspirational, oftentimes edgy discussions on all that life brings our way with celebrity guests, world-famous authors, and everyday people dedicated to sharing positive, uplifting messages. Tina Marie and Todd Allen bring you the very best in talk radio discussions, guaranteed to make you smile. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Terry. We're back with Dr. Gerald Wooten, author of Detox Diets for Dummies. And speaking of detoxing, during the break, Dr. Wooten, you were telling me something very interesting, uh, going back to my comment about just having lost a bunch of weight and not having those self-perpetuating bugs. What was it you were telling me about? 
that uh, commonly uh, just getting a person's um, intestinal tract cleaned up, rid of yeast and rid of parasites and abnormal bacteria, breaks this chain of of uh, wanting to eat high sugar, high carbohydrate foods, and it's not uncommon to have people lose uh, up to 40 pounds after doing a good bowel detox and getting things working like they should be. Uh, and they do it uh, effortlessly, they say, by uh, just correcting the intestinal flora. Yep, that's that's pretty much what happened to me. I was uh, I was able to avoid a colonoscopy. I was able to, you know, make my boy. This is more personal information than I originally anticipated to give. I was able to help my uh, restroom habits, and uh, all by uh, I followed a tenet of of alkalizing and uh, avoiding foods that would make me acidic and and ingesting things that would help with uh, making me alkaline. So getting uh, rid of that, uh, or adding, I added, I got, I eliminated that which was um, unhealthful and added that which was healthful. So, uh, and that helped me not, no longer crave things that weren't healthful foods. You know, for all the things that we spend time and money and effort on, we pay very little attention to the basic requirements that a body has to have to function right. I mean, we'll check the oil and transmission fluid in our car with great frequency. We take really good care of what goes into it. We want clean gasoline. We don't do the same for our own bodies. And it's um, it's a matter of life or death, uh, literally, as to what we... Uh, it in her mouth. Um, even the rate at which you eat has a big impact. The uh, saliva is not just there to be a bother. It has digestive enzymes that are not anywhere else in the GI tract, and part of digestion starts in the mouth. And you have to chem- you physically break the food down to particles that can be digested and broken down in the stomach and intestines. Large chunks of food don't get uh, broken down and absorbed. Um, when your mother told you to chew your food, there was a good reason. It is essential that, that we do that. And um, I am a big fan of juicing now. I've seen juicing help my son. I've seen juicing help me. What do you think? Yes. Um, of course, it physically breaks the food down, um, which is you know, one of the major steps, and it makes uh, the, the food much more capable of being further broken down and absorbed when you get it broken down by juicing. Right, and and in that, I include a rainbow of produce, like different colors of peppers and uh, broccoli and kale and diff- just different colored vegetables. Colors are are wonderful, and all the different colors are representing different micronutrients that our body can utilize. We would all do well when going shopping is to stay on the perimeter. Most of the things that are good are going to be on the outside aisle of most uh, 
uh, less stores, so the things on the inside of the more processed foods that uh, don't have the nutritional value. Colors are wonderful. Eat a rainbow. Right, and this would be a good time to talk about toxins and pesticides, and then we'll get back to the gut, but which are the foods that are more likely to be contaminated with pesticides, and which are the foods that harbor the fewest pesticides? Well, as a general rule of thumb is when the outside covering is, is porous, uh, that would allow chemicals to soak in deeper, are going to be more likely to harbor the pesticides and toxins deeper into the food stuff so that it cannot be washed off. Things with a harder skin, uh, apples, cucumbers, those types of things can generally be washed sufficiently, but they need to be washed before you eat them uh, to remove the toxins. Um, strawberries and peaches are probably the, about the worst. You really can't get the pesticides out of those. And that's where you'd be far better off either not eating those things or eating organic. Okay, and you said that there are different degrees of organic. Yes. Um, 100% organic means that it's grown in soil that hasn't had uh, pesticides and has, has used only organic-type fertilizers, um, has not had pesticides applied, and is not genetically modified. Uh, organic can have up to 5% uh, adulteration in any one of those steps. Then the really tricky one is foods that say made with organic products. There may be 50 products and one of them is organic and they can get by with saying made with organic products. So the best will say 100% organic. All right. I have a list here of the foods that are more likely to be contaminated with pesticides if you're not um, buying 100% organic. And those are celery, peaches, apples, strawberries, nectarines, bell peppers, spinach, cherries, potatoes, peas, green beans, and grapes. And the foods that harbor the fewest pesticides as onions, avocados, sweet corn, eggplant, cantaloupes, watermelons, grapefruit, sweet potatoes, honeydew melons, broccoli, and Brussels sprouts. And that information is from Dr. Wooten. Well, um, Dr. Wooten, I'd like to go back to talking about the gut and try to summarize, if I may, what you were saying earlier. So we have foods that can be toxic to us, cause allergy and inflammation, and they perpetuate bugs that can give off toxic byproducts to us, foods that perpetuate um, different bugs in our gut, and that... uh, then this causes this all causes inflammation in the gut, and that causes chemical messengers that go in, go up and cause inflammation in our brain. This causes autoimmunity, and then also nutritional deficiencies are caused by uh, a pathological situation in our gut wall. Does this sound like a good summary of what you were saying? Yes. And, and it's so vital for health to try and keep all of this mechanism tuned up to its maximum. But we spend very little time typically doing that. 
Well, I guess that's the reason that most of the defeat autism now doctors, if not all, that who I've known have felt that the first thing that you had to do was to heal the gut. Absolutely. I, I think um, as a general principle, that needs to be at least tried on every child, whether they actually have any noticeable GI complaints or not. I, when they have constipation or diarrhea or are all the time leaning over the end of a couch putting pressure on their stomach, you know that they've got issues. But a lot of the kids don't seem to have an obvious issue. But if you go ahead and do a good bowel detox and get them cleaned out, you see changes in their behaviors that are very positive. And since the things that we do to try and normalize the, the GI tract are non-toxic, there's no potential harm, there's really not a reason to try this, I think, on virtually every child to, to see if there's not a benefit. And it just makes sense to have a good, sensible, healthful diet. Absolutely. What do you think about digestive enzymes? That's part of what I've been using to to help my own situation. Digestive enzymes are can be extremely valuable. Um, most of our digestive enzymes, well, there's some in the mouth, and then most of the rest of the digestive enzymes come from the pancreas. And what causes it to release uh, those enzymes is the acidity of the stomach. The higher the acid level in the stomach, the more digestive enzymes and bicarbonate that the uh, pancreas will release. So um, it's very important to keep a high acid level in the stomach. Um, It is uncommon, actually, to have someone produce too much acid, although that is very contrary to uh, traditional medical belief. But um, the actual chemical that stimulates the pancreas is secretin, and that is released from the stomach cells uh, at a higher level when the acid level is higher. And secretin has been associated with improved behavior in uh, spectrum children um, in the past, well, for many years. And I have found, I have used secretin. I have also found that in many of the children, if I increase their stomach acid level, I could see the same behavioral benefits as giving them the secretin. And to acidify their stomach is a very simple over-the-counter product called betaine hydrochloride. So you can, some some children, you can derive great benefits by that very simple addition to their diet, and that also then increases their digestive enzymes. So supplementing with enzymes is only going to enhance the breakdown of your foods. It cannot be toxic or harmful. And there are some enzymes, uh, one in particular that's getting a lot of press now is called DPP-4. That is an enzyme that helps break down gluten. So if you have a child that's sensitive to gluten, it's a very good product to use in case they accidentally get some gluten. They share a cookie at school or whatever. 
Right, uh, because enzymes are, supplemental enzymes are not a substitute for a healthful diet tailored for an individual. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, and before we go to break, another wonderful supplement that's out there uh, is called probiotics. Absolutely. That's the good bacteria for our colon. And um, so when you clean out the bad stuff, the yeast and the abnormal bacteria, you need to get some good stuff in there, and that's where probiotics come in. You just have to really be cautious about the products that you use because some studies have shown uh, that many products contain only 5% of the live organisms that are printed on the label. So you need to use a very reputable source. Uh, that's not something I would buy off the Internet or a door-to-door salesman. All right. Probiotic, probiotics are essential. I, I think so. Yet. So removing what's unhealthful to an individual, adding what is healthful, and using digestive enzymes and probiotics are all a great start. And we'll learn more about some other things that are a great start when we come back from break at the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll be right back. Learn more. Live better. Voice America Health and Wellness. The Autism Hope Alliance is dedicated to the recovery of children and adults from autism. The goal of this nonprofit organization is to ignite hope for families facing the diagnosis through education and funding to promote progress today. Diet modification, biomedical intervention, and educational therapy have been shown to be successful tools on the path to recovery. Through these efforts, we believe hope will replace hopelessness. Recovery for our children is a reality. For more information, go to AutismHopeAlliance.org. More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten Ease, high in DPP-4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten. And Virus Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymemedica.com. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Terry. 
Okay, we're back with Dr. Gerald Wooten, author of Detox Diets for Dummies. And Dr. Wooten, where do we get a copy of your book? Um, it's on Amazon.com, uh, Borders, um, Barnes & Noble. Most of the larger bookstores have it. Okay. Before the break, we were talking about uh, some simple steps to take. Remove what's unhealthful to an individual, add what is healthful, and um, then take some measures to repair any damage that had been done. You have a great story about another one of your uh, patients who you helped. I think his name was James. He had uh, You helped him with his gut. He had multiple ear infections. He'd been treated with long-term antibiotic interventions. Yes, and this is so common um, among spectrum children. And when they just going through the the routine of cleaning out the yeast and abnormal um, bacteria and or parasites, replacing them with probiotics, getting digestive enzymes going, changing their diet, avoiding things they seem to have a sensitivity to, doing all of those things will can alter behavior unbelievably. Uh, I'm still stunned at, uh, at the way the, the children respond to just the diet. Um, some of the defeat autism now, statistics show that up to 70% of children just taking them off milk and wheat improve their behaviors according to their parents. So I understand that James's behavioral meltdown significantly decreased. He started toilet training? Yes. Yeah. Um, toilet training, um, meltdowns. You know, when, it, when a child's got a constantly irritated and painful intestinal tract, um, they will melt down over the slightest provocation. I mean, they're already miserable, and anything that adds to their misery is is going to cascade and, and see terrible behavior. But James, in particular, the toilet training didn't uh, a matter of weeks uh, with no other interventions. Wow. So, so the humane and logical thing to do is to address the root causes of why the children are having the behaviors, which so often is is that they're in pain. They're, they have legitimate physiological issues, and they're in physical pain. And when you address that, then the behaviors get better. Well, another thing that we can do uh, is to add on a good quality multivitamin uh, in addition to the probiotics and the digestive enzymes and the healthful diet and eliminating the foods that um, aren't good for the child. So how do you know what kind of a multivitamin or multimineral to choose? Well, you, you need to uh, find a company that is has their interest in not some, not just making a profit but also putting out a high-quality product. That's hard to do. Everyone will tell you theirs is the best. There are a few little guidelines. For instance, calcium is a, a good thing to look for. Um, calcium carbonate is what is used in most over-the-counter uh, multivitamins, and they will oftentimes put very high levels in it because a lot of people are looking for calcium. But calcium carbonate is not well absorbed. It's very cheap. And it's an indicator that a product is not doing the most they can do in their product. They're using cheap product. So I, I would avoid companies that would use calcium carbonate as a primary calcium 
component. The main main purpose in a multivitamin is to make sure you're getting all of the vitamins that are necessary for good health and in adequate quantity. Um, so knowing your manufacturer is is really important. Um, since it's an unregulated industry, um, virtually anyone can make a vitamin and call it anything they want. Uh, there is no testing required by the FDA or any other organization. You were talking about the good manufacturing practice certification, and also you were talking about uh, key minerals that were chelates and had an Albion uh, stamp. Yes, one of the best ways to assure that minerals are absorbed um, is to attach a protein to them. Uh, we have a lot more protein receptors than we do mineral receptors, so if there's a protein attached to a mineral, then it's much more likely to be absorbed. That process is under patent by a company called Avalon. And so if a product says that it's chelated, but it doesn't have an Avalon symbol on it, then you know they're either not chelating it or they're using it a process that's patented and, and not identifying the holder of the patent, either one of which I think is not a good practice. Good manufacturing practice guidelines are a baseline essential thing for any manufacturer, and most products out there don't carry that certification. All right. So we were talking about toxins earlier, and toxins can mess up all sorts of bodily processes. What about antioxidants? Antioxidants are um, foods that we can take in, um, and we actually make our own antioxidants that break down toxic things. So having high levels of antioxidants is extremely important. Um, you can find lists on the Internet of the antioxidant content of uh, fruits, berries, various foods, and the higher the antioxidant level, the better. Uh, that, takes the load off the body. that takes the load off the body having to break things down. If you can take in foods that help with that process of breaking down toxins. Okay, and what about um, supplemental glutathione? Glutathione is the major antioxidant that our body makes. Um, without glutathione, would all be in a real mess. And supplementing glutathione um, can be most helpful in helping the body detoxify itself. And there are some things um, that can be done to enhance that. Glutathione is available in several forms orally, and there's some debate about how well glutathione is absorbed when taken orally, that it can be given IV, and uh, in particular cases it shows great improvement in behavior by eliminating the toxins. Melatonin is... Um, generally thought of as a supplement for sleep. It's actually a hormone our body uses to regulate, regulate sleep cycles, but it also helps rejuvenate glutathione that has been used back to a useful active form. So even if uh, sleep's not an issue, glutathione, or, uh, melatonin is a good supplement for anyone.
Okay, and I've got to end with this because I know you're a great big fan of it for detox, and that is the sauna and sweating. Man was made to sweat. We were all born outside or at the edge of a cave, and the sweating mechanism can remove one-third as much toxin as the kidneys if it's utilized. But when you think about how much we use our kidneys to get rid of things, sweating can do one-third, has one-third that capacity. But since air conditioning people don't utilize it, there are also a lot of toxins that the liver can't break down, the kidneys can't remove. So the body stuffs those toxins in fat cells. This is, animals do the same thing. This is why, uh, you know, like beef fat, that's why it is so unhealthy is because of the, all the toxins in it. Not really the cholesterol, it's the toxins. So sweating will mobilize the toxins out of the fat to the skin. All right. Dr. Bruton? Yes. Okay. The uh, I hear our closing music, so... Um, I want to thank you for sharing your information about how to heal and also prevent. Well, thank you for the opportunity to share. Uh, quite welcome. And to our listeners, you can learn about more of what Dr. Wooten was talking about in his book, Detox Diets for Dummies. Uh, my guest next week, August 31st, is Dr. Robin Bernhoft. Don't forget that New Life Foods is running the not-to-be-missed special offer of free shipping for orders of $150 or more. Use your special order code AO. Ship 150 at www.newlifefoods.com. Remember to visit the National Autism Association's website at www.nationalautism.org to learn about the exciting National Autism Conference November 11th through 14th in sunny, beautiful St. Petersburg, Florida. For questions about this program, please email me at taranga at autism1.org. Thank you to this program's sponsor, Enzymedica. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Enzymedica would like to thank you for listening to Autism One, a conversation of hope. To contact Terry or get more information, visit AutismOne.org. Tune in next Tuesday for another hour of education and conversation on Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga.